Hello and welcome to High Shelf Gaming Podcast. I'm the host, David Gillespie. Every week, I'm joined by my co-host, Rich Wisneski, and we bring on guests to talk about role-playing games and board games and gaming conventions. If this is up your alley, feel free to download, listen, subscribe, and please rate us on iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also connect with us on Twitter, at High Shelf Gaming, and join our Facebook group, High Shelf Gaming Podcast. It's a closed group, but click to join. We're friendly to everybody, and we'll get you added in. We also have a Discord server to talk games with us all you like. Hey everyone, this is David again, and as always, I am joined by the learned and wise Rich Wisneski. Oh shit, we must be talking about D&D, because otherwise, I am not learned or wise about anything else in life. Oh. But, what's up, Dave? Today, I think you are my master. I must learn from you. And D&D is going to come up, for sure. I don't know how, when, but I know it's going to happen. Today is all about, I am a new dad. My kiddo is right at six months old. Yay. Yay. And this is really cool. He's finally like got some personality and is starting to like, you know, you get to kind of see who he's going to become because he's a pretty happy, pretty happy dude. Is he a bard? He might be a bard or, or maybe like a badass happy ranger. I'm there not really sure. <laughs> happy riding a pig into combat. You know, because he, 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 we're out in farmland, you know, so he's going to know right. animals. He's going to know, he's going to know about all that stuff. And I am an old dad, which is really weird because I'm younger than you. I'm not too sure how this works yeah. out. You know, but it's just, it's just, it just depends on what you marry into, yeah. really. My, mine's like 27 and six months. So <laughs> I've got about 27 years on you. With the first kid, and then I got another one bouncing around here, and somehow I have not fucked up all their lives. Right. So <laughs> I do have some, I do have some experience being a faja, which none of my children will call me. You know that is like remember Austin Powers with his dad, and his dad's name was Faja. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that is my name. <laughs> Both of them them refuse to call me Faja. It is a running joke now for years (laughs) and years to where if they want something really bad, they'll walk up and be like, "Um, hey, Faja. And I'm like, oh, snap, it's working. And then they're like, can I borrow $200? And I'm like, fuck. It's not working. It's working against you. It's working against me. Yeah, okay, so you have a son and a daughter. I, I I have a son right now, but you've raised both of them to be gamers. They both game. That is true because my wives did not raise them to be gamers. My wives raised them very well. Yeah, and, and when, when we say wives, it's not like a Mormon situation or a reformed Mormon situation. Big love, baby. Yeah, it's not, not a big, big love. love situation. This is not a big love situation. This it's is a Mrs. A, one, a Mrs. Two. <laughs> there it is. And okay. hey, I'm looking for Mrs. Three. So <laughs> just dropping that out there. Maybe there's another kid in my future. But my my wives did a great job raising young people, as in young children, and who are both right. really great kids. And I handled all gaming and irresponsibility issues. <laughs> so whenever they were irresponsible, you stepped in or you you coached them in how to be irresponsible. I coached them in the art of irresponsibility. <laughs> That's great. Dude, your daughter seems like the most responsible person I've ever met. So I don't think you've done a very good job there. 
I'm trying. Okay. I'm okay. Trying hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uphill battle on that one. Yeah. We did today. We did have a moment where we were getting our flu shots and we had to wait in the waiting room and there was open chairs everywhere. And I said, Oh, have a seat. I'll sit by you. So she picks like the double seat and sits right in the middle. <laughs> I'm like, you're my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> but still, even in that is a story about being responsible, getting your flu shot so you don't That's get right. sick, you don't get other people sick. Like <laughs> Kelly will like that. Tell her we got flu shots. She'll yes. she'll be happy. Yeah, no, she'll be super happy. Um as, as an epidemiologist, she'll she'll yes. love it. Everyone get your flu shots. Dear listener, go get oh my them. Gosh. I mean, as I hear even if you get the flu, at least it's lighter. Eighty thousand yeah. people died last year, bro. I know. Oh yeah. Last year was rough. And um, last year she got the shot and had the flu, but you're right. It lasted very short amount of time. It wasn't super severe. Whereas other people were like in the hospital. Oh yeah. We had two coworkers out for like a week, something. And and they were, and they were both those hardworking coworkers. Okay. You know what I mean? Not like the rich coworker. Oh, I feel sick. I'm staying home. (laughs) They are the ones that are like always working, always pushing hard. And they were like almost dead, still trying to get RFPs out. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So first step, I gotta, I gotta make sure I'm up on my, my vaccines. So, and he's up on his vaccine so that he's going to make it. That's the thing is that he's got to survive to get to being a gamer. So that's step one, right? General health and, and all that good stuff. And, and I'm sure there's some parenting stuff in here too, but, but how old were your kids when you gave them their first game? Shoots and ladders, baby. Smash them. All right. Yeah, I would say shoots and ladders and uh, that kind of genre of but, 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 child. But what gaming. age? What age? Oh my gosh. I am going to have to go to the magic interwebs. No, hold on. Hold on. Now, I've done some research in this. Okay. And the folks in China, Korea, and Japan, if they want to raise a Go player, that player starts at three years old. Okay, come on, bro. And hold up, hold up. So so they start, they start them young. Right. They're holding the stones or smashing them on the board. And, you know, it's very simple. But by the time they're like 15, they're better than pretty much all the American players. Right. And then by the time they're in their 30s, they're they're the best in the world at this thing. So I'm hearing I really need to get my kiddos started at around three. If I want them to be good at anything. And I'm going to say it was probably around two to three that games started coming into their life. All right. All I'm right. going to say okay. so. I'm, I, I went and did the interweb search for old suits and ladders, shoots and ladders. Yeah. And it is a two to four game. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was right around in that, that, that range. But my kids have seen me game since I could hold them at the table and continue to game. Okay. So they've been around it the entire time. But, you know, we're not trying to raise Tiger Woods over here. You know what I mean? We want gaming to be a pastime. And then oh, right, enjoyment, right. Yeah, a you're right, hobby you're right, you're for right. life. You're right. Whereas Earl started teaching Tiger, I'm sure, I wonder when he started teaching Tiger, but I'm sure it was very young. Well, um, who's it? Uh, Mozart, right? Mozart, or was it, is either Mozart or Beethoven? Uh, I want to say it was Mozart. Everybody says, oh, he wrote his first sonata when he was like 12. No, he didn't, he didn't write it when he was 12. He was like 20 something when his first one came out, but he started on the piano when he was three. Oh, my God. And his story is really a story of intense helicopter parenting, forcing piano down this kid's throat until he became the world's best, you know, composer of the of the time. Um, That's all I want for my kid. I just want him to be the world's best at everything. Hey, he's easily accomplished. (laughs) Easily accomplished, accomplished, Dave. There's many hours in the day. Start waking up at 4 a.m. You'll have it before long. (laughs) And your children will love you for life. (laughs) They will just completely adore me. Yes. (laughs) For giving them no choices. That's right. 
No choices. You're, you're going to game for life. But you know, I, I think even um, starting that young on gaming is 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 right. Is is right. I think that is because you know it also teaches them a sense of who's how to win. Yeah. Um, and you know, even some of those games, uh, shoots and ladders, I use as a joke, but it's notoriously a terrible game. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the first time kids learn to homebrew. Oh. You know what I mean? How do I really finish this game? Right, because it'll and, never end. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Jesus! And you know, I know my nephew. So, who, so do you? Do you never do Candyland? Oh yeah, Candyland was there. Yep, totally. Okay, Candyland yeah, was there. Yep. I yep. go to Candyland as a great like drunk party game. Yeah. A lot of colors. Drunks love it. So. Oh, thanks. Going colors. I appreciate that though. <laughs> Dear listener, you, if I haven't mentioned it fifteen <laughs> times, I don't see all the colors in the world. But you see most of the colors in Candyland, right? right? Um, I don't know. You know, I still, you, you know, those Ryan Reynolds commercials for Tomb Blast that yeah. are out right now yeah, on yeah, yeah, Hulu yeah. and all that and YouTube. Yeah. So I downloaded uh, Tomb Blast because I'm a sucker. And hey, it is Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he might be wife three if I was that lucky. Um, <laughs> okay. I've heard, I've heard this before. They're like a lot of folks, a lot of guys will say I am straight, but yes. they will go gay for the best. <laughs> Sting and Ryan Reynolds, sure. right there. Yeah, those like, two just those are, those, those are yeah. your. Uh, you'd cross you know. over. You'd cross the line for those guys. Sorry, what do you it. need, dog? Um, <laughs> but I started playing Tune Blast, and it's all colors. And some of the colors are really close: the green and the yellow. But they did symbols on them, oh, and nice. so I really it doesn't even affect me that the colors are there. And I don't remember Candyland being bad or good. Um, I definitely remember it, um, you know, being part of that, but. Operation was in there. Sorry oh, was in there. Yeah. Um, and the one that I found with my nephew that was I thought was going to be really good was Mousetrap. But holy crap, that's a dexterity game, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Mousetrap, I think, is you since you spend so much time building this thing and any a kid could destroy it. Like yeah. Mousetrap is almost like an older person's game. <laughs> I know. Don't make that mistake, people. Um, but yeah, I, I think Candyland, I think shoots and ladders, you're not gonna go wrong getting started off on there. And play for real. I, I mean, you know, connect for trouble, all that kind of stuff. Play for real. That's the way we've always done. My dad was ruthless on yeah. if you win, you won. If you lost, you suck. And that's kind of the way we, you know, I've been with the kids. You win, you win, you lose, you suck. Well, okay. And so here's they really here's, get an appreciation for winning. But here's the new thing, you know, like back then all games were versus games, right? Like I think even when D and D first came out, all the rules kind of presumed that each member of the party was in it for themselves. Cause not everybody got shared XP, yeah, you know, no, no, like, no. And then, and then they also had PVP or not PVP, but they had D and D tournaments where there was winners and losers. And it was all like very like back then all games were versus games. And now after like decades of D and D being a morphing it into a cooperative game, which is a, I think a better fit. Now you have all these cooperative games. Yeah. So what about that? Like, do I bring in cooperative games? So my kids get to see what it's like to work with someone. Okay, now I have quite a few years apart between the two. Okay. And, you know, the, the older son and the younger daughter, I want to say 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. 10, 12, somewhere in there. Sure. I remember their ages. Yeah, you, you had you had your son when you were like two. Right. And you had your daughter when you were uh, 14. Dave, I'll be sending you that $20 right after the episode. Um, so <laughs> it totally fits right into there. My son was not around during any cooperative games. And so there was just none of that. 
And right. my daughter was raised around with more cooperative games. And I remember the night specifically, and I bet my daughter does too. Um, luckily, they don't listen to this podcast, so let's talk shit. Um, <laughs> they were, we, we brought King of Tokyo home. Okay. And yeah. King of Tokyo, a lot of great reviews. Richard Garfield, right? Yeah. And my daughter cried. Ma- the, the maker of Magic the Gathering. That's right. Yeah. My daughter cried. Because it, may, it gets rough. Yeah. King of Tokyo is not about having friends. I mean, it's not diplomacy <laughs> or whatever that other game is. Oh, right? yeah. Diplomacy you know? is the one where it's like yeah. you, you sever families. Right. It's not diplomacy, but it's still like King of the Hill. And oops, sorry, you were doing all that. I screwed you over. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she cried. And she was a uh, young teenager. You know what I mean? A new yeah. teen yeah. Um, at that time. Yeah. And that to me was the impact of, oh, I didn't beat her down enough on games growing up. That's exactly what I thought to myself is, oh, that was really hard hitting because of the way games had changed a little. Sure. And the way she was learning to play games like trains or, or, you know, pandemic or games that were, uh, well, I say trains, trains isn't cooperative, but it's still not, you're, you're on the same board, but you're not really totally beating each other. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're maybe getting in each other's way, but you're not hurting one another. Right. Barely. Right. Just like Pirates Cove's a great game we learned on. Um, Right. You know, there was a lot of games like that. Whereas Rob, when he was coming up, I remember him getting them into WizKids and those little, Little click guys, oh, Mage yeah. Knight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The hero clicks and all that kind of stuff too. Oh, dude, and we went to a tournament one time with uh, you know grown men, twenties, twenties. Sure. And here he is, like thirteen year old, kicking their asses. Oh yeah. And I'm like, sorry, bro, you yeah. suck. You yeah. Know what I mean, Be- and, yeah. and it was because you played with Rob so much, and you weren't you weren't gentle. No. And yeah, so we, Rob yeah. learned how to get good. Otherwise, he was not going to ever beat Dad. Even when we played uh, X-Wing just recently, mm-hmm. he would go over to the house and we would have these like Friday night sessions of learning to fly. He'd fly tie, he'd fly the the ties in formation. I'd fly the X's and we would, you know, if he didn't lose, if he didn't win, it was play again. Ooh. Then he won. Then it was okay. Now I'm playing again because I want to beat you. But wait, and wait, Did, didn't you guys also like co-op Cassidy into this too? Like you guys made her yeah. play something or was that Netrunner? That was Netrunner. Okay. <laughs> All the dirty laundry's coming out. <laughs> then we also made Cassidy, we made her decks and made her learn to play so we could practice playing against certain decks. Yeah. So it's great having kids. So let's go back to the beginning. They're, um, they're, we got they're a little like, off topic they're, they're about how in, I abuse my children. Built-in testing labs for your strats. <laughs> That's why I need a third one. So, you know, the second one's getting ready to leave the you, castle. You need and a go whole, off to college. You need a whole partridge family approach. That's right. Where you got lots of kids, each of them taking on different roles in a game. That's right. And then we can play bigger games too. We oh, can play yeah. Dead of Winter combo. <laughs> That's right. We can have four to eleven players, all Wisniewski's. <laughs> All crying and yelling at each other. You know, it's funny. A lot of families be talk like about- like the me speaks. Yeah. Well, most families talk about, oh yeah, if we had a bunch of kids, we could field the whole football team or a whole soccer field <laughs> or whatever. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we could have our own D&D team. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I don't know. I, I totally think that gaming, uh, there has to be something mental about gaming too, that if you don't- Get your kids involved in winning and losing at young age, it affects them down the road. There has to be. Sure, sure. Internet's yeah. here I come. Keep talking, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, um, you know, one of the things that I, I really like about it is just generally the problem solving and, and all of that stuff where, you know, th- they learn how to solve difficult problems or even face adversity, 
right? Where someone is against them, but it's in a, it's in a game. It's, it's a safer place to experiment with that kind of stuff before it's, you know, on the schoolyard and uh, there's a real conflict. Um, uh, some of the, some of the lessons they're learning there, uh, would translate, I think to the, to the schoolyard. Wow. But, you did a really great job. I'm reading the synopsis of this, uh, page I'm on and it's about <laughs> life, you know, winning and losing important. It's all about getting out there. Life is competitive. And yes. children need to learn what they're good at at a young age. And uh, I think that's all part of it. So what I'm hearing from you is start them young, two, three, shoots and ladders, the simple stuff. And then when I can get them into the harder games, um, maybe a monopoly when they're like six, seven. And don't house rule that shit either. Right. Oh, no. That is, not. I am a big fan of no free parking with tons of money. Yep. No getting free money. And you, yep. people make deals and you got to be cutthroat. Yep. And I think I remember, again, I don't, I don't think anybody in my family listens to me on this podcast. I remember my sister getting all pissy crying about that too. <laughs> How old was you she know? when she did that? 30? Oh, she was probably like 10. Okay. <laughs> We're all okay. beating her down. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> it, it, was, it was, again, because I, th- I think my dad's pretty ruthless at gaming. He's well, so, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I have um, looked up um, winning strats for Monopoly. And there's there really is like a straight up OP strat for Monopoly. Oh, let's talk about it, Dave. I oh, yeah? You want it? I, know, okay. I, do, I, okay. I do my risk white sure. papers. I do my reversey white papers oh, from oh, really? MIT, but I haven't <laughs> done my Monopoly research. Yeah, well, MIT doesn't do Monopoly. Uh, you have to go to um, Stanford. I so. was just going to say Stanford. <laughs> Damn it. Will you be wife three? Go on. Only if you're lucky. So yes. um, the, um, the strat is every time you land on a property, buy it. Immediately buy it. Don't don't be waiting to land on the thing you want later on. No, buy as many properties as you can and get the first monopoly you can. As soon as you get that monopoly, you're popping houses onto it. Popping houses, popping houses, right? And then do whatever you got to do to get another monopoly. Trade, trade with other people, whatever, whatever you got to do to make more monopolies, popping houses everywhere you can, right? Never upgrade to a hotel. What? Hear me out. Never upgrade to a hotel. Keep popping houses. Keep getting monopolies. Remember, when somebody mortgages their stuff, there is an option for you to buy their stuff. One of the rules is there's a way for you to take advantage of someone's mortgage situation so you end up with their property. And that's how you get more monopolies, where you put more houses. Eventually, the game is going to run out of houses and you're going to have the lion's share of the houses. That is totally awesome because it fits also into my world of when you're playing Monopoly, just be a dick. Yep. And then some fool at the table is probably going to upgrade to the hotel, releasing more houses for you to buy. And then when you have all the houses, you just sit back and wait. The game is already over. You're just waiting for the dice to... Do its thing because the deal is when you go up to a hotel, you free up all these houses, which make it available for someone else to start making more money. But if you lock up all the houses or lions of the houses and you corner the market on houses and you gatekeep, you say, I'm not going to hotels at all. You never free up those houses. You're always the one making the money. And the hotels are just don't even go for them. 
don't even play. And, yeah. and some of that fits in really well. I've, I've always gone with a buy everything you can strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always get a little focused on Marvin Garvin's, Marvin Garden's New York Avenue corners. Yeah, sure. You know, um, just for some reason, those always fit really well for me. I want to play them. Mm-hmm. I've always gone to the, the, the hotel, though. I like this strategy of getting all uh-huh, the houses you uh-huh, can uh-huh. and just too bad. Dude. And by you, the way, buying the property after mortgage is playing the rules. Right. Not right. a game where everybody pussy puts around and, oh, you got a mortgage. It's okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got to wrap that shit up. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to be here for days. That's right. <laughs> I like yeah. That. I like getting all the cheap stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge go for the cheapies. I love buying cheap. Because, like, dude, when we play Acquire, I buy cheap. When, we, when I play Monopoly, I buy cheap. You know, when I play Risk, I want Australia because it's cheap. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just that guy. Okay. Um, well, we almost are walking right into that next generation of games, which is the Monopoly. Dave, it's almost like you choreographed this podcast. Um, I might have done some research. <laughs> yes, that you've choreographed. And I did tons, people. Hold on. Here's my papers. I did tons of work. Um you know, it is Monopoly Risk, I think is definitely a game that you've got to get the kids in front of. Also, chess, I think, starts to kind of be in that, that rage range. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, I was thinking that, like, after they do the really easy stuff, pretty soon on, I want to show them Go. I want to show them chess. I don't need them to, like, start understanding, like, Bobby Fischer center control strats or any of that kind of shit. Right. I just need them to understand that these pieces have different moves and it's a you know, one versus one game, you know, whereas risk and monopoly, those are big group games and really risk runs into like this other component of making temporary alliances. Right. Yeah. Cause that is in the game. I think that you can do that in the rules. I mean, oh. yeah, of course you can do that in the rules. Oh yeah. And you just like last year at Alcon, I got totally screwed out of my, my relationship I built with someone to try and take over the world and they screwed me before I got to screw them. Yeah. And it was terrible, but yeah, risk I think is way up there. And then, and you know, some of the new ones I think that, that weren't really around are Catan. Right. Fits into that age range. Right. Now that's a game you can play for life. Yeah. I almost sound like a trade, build, settle, play for life. It is almost, absolutely. Yeah. Like an olive garden. Right here, your family. Almost like a little pitch for Catan. It'll, it'll never go away. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Catan definitely has a lot of staying power. When did you or have you ever introduced your kids to D&D? God, my daughter, I just, I've forced her to play some games such as, <laughs> hey, I'm going to a convention like in a month. I need to play test this. Sit down. Yeah. Um, you know, and here's a bard character. Good luck. And, and she's and, such, she's such a good kid that she was like, okay, yeah, I'll do yeah, this. <laughs> let me try this. Um, but then, you know, there was a time with Rom that not only was it uh, interesting what this was that I do, but then some friends wanted to play. And so they needed a, you know, a dungeon master, no game master. Fuck that shit. They <laughs> needed a dungeon master to run him through. And so, and he is now an avid 
uh, role player with uh, him and his buddies do a little Pathfinder online every now and then. Beautiful. He'll play a little D and D with me um, at a con or even you know online. So, so you, you yeah. started them like Thank what? Me. Like they, they started around like what? Fourteen? That's 15? I'm going to say before they started to get cars. At that point, they got to be old enough that they understand what's going on in life, right? Yeah. But the minute they get cars, it's like oh, it's whoa, all whoa, over. Whoa. It's all over. Hormones, life. Yeah. Let's go do yeah. this. Whoa, what are these dice, Dad? Yeah. Um, you know that that kind of stops the progression. Yeah. Unless they're geeky kids like I was. Sure. Um, that just meant I could play more games because I could drive to people's houses. Right. Um, that's that's I, how I used it, and yeah. I did not go on a lot of dates. I drove to a lot of my friends' that's houses, right. and we had. Role-playing sleepovers. That's right. They were a blast. My mom would come yell at us, get to bed. Uh, Yeah. You guys are so loud. My buddy, my buddy's dad was a lawyer and he would come screaming out of his bedroom. (laughs) David, your voice carries so far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should be a lawyer when you grow up because you can rock that. What is that? Lawyer Phoenix? What was that? Phoenix Ace Attorney? Dave Ace Attorney. I object. That's right. I object. Um, but yeah, I think you got to do it after 12, before 15, somewhere in that range. And they got to not be able to drive away. <laughs> right. Do you go straight into D&D or do you do like kid-friendly D&D type games out there? Or did you go straight into D&D? Dude, I'm old. <laughs> there was no kid-friendly shit. There yeah, was Redbox. Okay. There was AD&D, second sure. edition. Sure. That's it. Rob, 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 come here. Come here before you start getting in trouble with girls. Yeah. Sit down at this table. I'm going to open up granddaddy's old red box. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to open up the red box. Dust it off. All right. Here's my old character, Dirk. He's a, he's a, he's a thief and he does all this cool stuff. If you get him killed, I will murder you. (laughs) And by the way, that's also the time I introduced them to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy before they could drive. So that kind of fits right into that age range. So if people are bookie, they may go that way too. Um, And you know, I've heard a lot of good things about Blockus. Have you oh, heard of yeah. this one? Dude, I got I, Blockus right there. Okay. And, and and I don't know when that came out, but it was not a Rob-aged game, mm-hmm. nor was it even my my daughter Cassidy's age range game. Um, I know I've played it once, but it has a, has a really good following, and yeah. I think fits right in that young adult category of strategy, gameplay. Right. Now, is it competitive, or would you call it a little cooperative? Ooh, um... I think it's a competitive puzzle fighting game. Okay. That's how I see that. Cause dude, like you can like place a thing that in the moment doesn't screw somebody, but unless you can see pretty far in the future, you have no idea if that's going to really hurt them later on. Cause that's the thing is like, you know, as that board fills up, there's just fewer options to place a lot of pieces. So it's like, well, I did this to do a favor for you earlier, but now it's really screwing you. I'm sorry. You know, like, <laughs> It's one of those games that I think that um, it's really tough to be com- uh, cooperative on. And then you get, I think that's one of the things that came out that we saw with my daughter more was things like Cranium. Uh, um, there was a Lego version. Right. So where, like uh, the, the, the party games, the, uh, right. the, the, like you go to target the party game section and it's like taboo and cranium and Pictionary. That's and right. That taboo would have been a little bit more in uh, my son's or my age range. I'm pretty sure, sure. taboo has been around since the beginning of time. Sure. Uh, but some of those other more, even though they're a game, they're more relaxed. Right. And it's yes. more of a, it's more of a, like a trivia or, 
uh, guessing game, like the heads up or the the uh, flip up game where you have the cell phone on your head and the word shows up and every yep. shout sets you. Yeah, those types of games like I almost I don't know, like <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about when I say how do I get my kid into gaming like that to me, those are those are good social lubricators. Those that's are great, family night. Yeah, that's games. great icebreaker stuff. That's not, I don't want my kid being good at icebreaker stuff. I want my kid to be able to destroy people at a game of Go. Okay, 15 pandemic. Yeah. I know maybe Cassidy started a year before that. Sure. But um, she's a pretty smart kid. Sure. So, you know, maybe 15, I think. I, well, hold on, let's go to the internet. When is, what is the age range for a pandemic? I don't know, but that sounds about right. Because that's a really good, hey, this is a cooperative game, but we're, we might lose. Rather, we are going to lose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot, I forgot the Wisniewski effect. <laughs> Everyone loses. Come on. No you one know, wins a pandemic. We, we need Everyone get, loses. We, we need to get Cassidy on a Friday night stream when we're playing pandemic just so she can get a win. Just, just so to she get a win. Just I get told one. her the other day I won one. <laughs> Isn't that funny? The other day we were like, yeah, that, I think it was, we were at Target kind of yeah. walking around the pandemic. And I'm like, yo, I won a game the other day. <laughs> And she goes, oh, were you watching? And I was like, no. <laughs> Smart ass. Call she's me Faja. She's good with that wit, man. She's Dude. solid. Yeah. Well, hold on. Okay, well, hold on. Hold on. When is what, what age range is pandemic? I'm really kind of curious about this now because I think that was a great game when we started playing that as a, as a family, as in, mm-hmm. holy smokes, man. You got to really be ready to go down together. And just like on our Friday night stream, sometimes we find you're four steps out and you know, you may not win this and you just got to really try. Okay. I I, I can't seem to find a age range here. You know, that all sounds right. Eight plus, eight plus. Are you effing kidding me? Eight-year-olds play this game? Mo- okay, most people say at least 10 and older. Okay, okay. It looks like uh, BGG, Board Game Geek. Okay. Um, most people, I think, seem to say 10 or more is the community comment. Whereas, look at this. I already put it like, uh, you know, 14 and up in my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, another one that takes a very big lead in our household that I think worked well long-term with everybody was Scrabble. Really? Yeah. Now, that is very competitive. And it really sometimes is screw your neighbor out of triples and uh, points and that oh, kind yeah. of jazz. Dude, but, and I am awful at Scrabble. Oh, well, I, I know we're playing next time we get together. Oh, I yeah. can't I can't spell. So so that I, I look at my board and I think, oh, I've got a great word. And I throw it out there and everyone's like. <laughs> Dave. Dave, that's not how you spell penis. It's not a C at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, and by the way, that's why you need the, scrib- the, the Scrabble word book right. to go along with the Scrabble board. But yeah, then you got to start making some house rules. Like you can't be looking at the book when the person in fr- the person well, before you well, is hold going. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Mr. Don't be house rules. And all of a sudden you're throwing oh, well, out some house rules. <laughs> you got to add some house rules about the book or else people are on their turn. Trying to work out like three letter words, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't have acts, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so they're like, Gods, what can I spell with these three letters? And they're sitting there with a book in their hand. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of house rule the book usage. And sometimes you have games with no book. You just say, bah, 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 bah. only on challenges and oh. don't get a challenge wrong. 
What happens if you get a challenge wrong? You get to lose your turn, bitch. <gasps> is that a house rule? That's, That's a house, house rule. That's okay, house yeah. See, dude, you got all these house rules in here. Mr. Purist. Mr. Purist. Oh, you know another really good one, dude? And I please carry this on with your children. Please, please carry this on. If your dice goes off the table, nothing. You're out. Lost turn. That, that, that drove my son. Bring that up next time you see him. He will want to, he'll be like, Faja! Did you tell him the house rule? But it gets your kids not to roll their dice off the table. See, okay, this is the other part of gaming that I love, the whole consequences of action. And I'm down with introducing some house rules that have good consequences for that kind of action. If you're sloppy, you got to take a turn. You got to set a time out, you know, like Mm. I'm in for that. I'm in for that. But it sounded like you were sneaking a lot of extra house rules that I didn't. I don't know. I I think the internet's agree with me here on this challenging loser turn. That may actually be in the rules. Oh, wow. If a player forms any word on the board that an opponent believes is not an agreed upon dictionary, the opponent can challenge the play. If the play is valid, the challenger loses his turn. <gasps> if the play is invalid, it must be removed from board, and the person who played it loses his or her turn. This is not a very politically correct website. It just said his turn. Like, girls can't play Scrabble? Right. What's up with that, dog? Yeah, and uh, most of the girls I know are way better spellers yeah. than In turn, certainly than I am. Holy shit. If player A makes a play, his opponent has the right to challenge until player A draws and looks at a tile. Holy smokes. So if you drop a word that's wrong and you know it's wrong, if you can get that damn tile in your hand before they challenge, it's too late. <gasps> Bitch. Yeah. That was always my problem. I needed to like slam it out there and just dive Grab my hand and just boom. And go tournament uh, rules. Tournament so rules. I feel like I've got a bit of a plan here. I'm going to wait idly by. Granted, he's watching me play games. I'm, I'm right. D&Ding in front of him all the time. Yeah. He's going to always see me playing games. But when he and or his siblings, if we get siblings, when they're around two, I'm going to start with some simple stuff. Off the shelf, you know, target type games. Sounds like when they're about five, I can six, I can get them into some of the interesting games like show them chess, show them go, that kind of thing. Holy that- shit, dude. If you can figure out go to teach somebody, oh, dude, go is come be easy. my mentor because I'm trying playing that. It's such a whip. But yes, dude, dude, I, 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 go, I is, go is go's rules are easy. Go getting good is tough, <laughs> yeah. easy to learn, a lifetime to master. That's right. That's right. always home. That's right. You just take turns putting a, a pebble on the board. That's simple. Where knowing where to put it, that's the hard that's part. That's the hard part. <laughs> but you can put a pebble wherever you like. <laughs> All I know is I was reading the rules and I hit the word Atari and I ended up back in front of my TV. Oh, yeah. You're like, uh, beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> so this is really helpful. What about. You mentioned this earlier when, when Rob had friends that wanted to play D&D. They start bringing games to you. Do you run it for them or do you say, no, no, I'm going to help you get set up and one of you has to be the DM? Oh, Dave, you don't know the Wisniewski's that way. <laughs> it's so hard to have a game in front of a Wisniewski and not have them take charge. I remember so many Christmases where the game was there and my dad's like, oh, let's take a look. And I went, damn. <laughs> I lost my game. Yeah, because now and he then has it. I just did it to my kids. And Rob will do it to his children. <laughs> Cassidy to hers. Yeah. So don't do that. But as I got older and my children got older, I did learn to start saying, 
why don't you show me how to play? Okay. Because I think there's something good in that statement. Like in letting them be the instructor? Yeah, let them try. Okay. Because again, it was an asking thing. They're not going to do it right. I'm going to have to do it for them. <laughs> but let them try at least, right? And then I'll show them how they're wrong. You'll like let them get like a turn or two and you're like, and you do something and like, wait, huh? And he goes, oh yeah, you didn't read the rule on page six. <laughs> this, says, this says I can do this. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that terrible normally. Um, but yeah, I, I think there is a point that they do bring games and they do wonder about games and they want games. You know, I grew up in a really dark time of gaming with crawl and uh i remember the star wars board game i got one time that was really just moving forward on squares to the end of the lane you know what i mean where then oh, you yeah. fought darth and i think it came with two action figures terrible fucking game oh yeah milton bradley was just oh yeah on oh. everything they were oh, just, yeah because because it, it was like it was like a game back then was a cardboard board with a yeah. bunch of cardboard squares with little images on them. They were the same game. They just had different images for different games. And it was stupid like stupid rectangle box. What was up with that? Whose brainiac idea was that? Okay, hold on. I know this one. I know this one. So when Milton Bradley started, he was a lithograph maker. Okay. And trolling me again. No, no, dude, I'm <laughs> not I'm not trolling you. So Dear so, listener, let's see where this goes. So Milton Bradley started out, he was a lithograph maker. Nobody wanted fucking lithographs anymore. So he was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Turns out lithographs are really good at making boards for board games. And so for like decades since, every game has been the size of a standard lithograph. From Milton Holy Bradley's time. Smokes. And they fold up just right to fit in that sized rectangle box. That blows my mind. Did you that just look that up and I'm right? Oh, I I just started typing Milton Bradley and put L and lithograph filled in. So I'm like, yeah, he's right. Because yes. you know Google. Yeah. Right? If, yeah. if you do Milton Bradley L and lithographs finishes for you, I, I don't even need to know the rest because Wikipedia is probably wrong because of some chum head filling it out. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, dude, that is incredible. That makes so much sense that that's yeah. the way things have come. And then somewhere someone in Germany went, oh, these these angles all need to be the same and these edges all need to be the same distances. And we came mm-hmm. up with square games. Right. Thank you, God, because those fit so much better <laughs> in my closet. Right. Oh, yeah, because then then you had the quad fold game. Yes. Right. Oh, and you remember the and that quad- had to be Germans. Where I don't know where it came from, but to me, it had to be. That was like some engineering stuff. Just like Broken Token has to be German people. I just yeah. they did they engineer it so beautifully. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the first quad quadfold game I played, but I remember. Oh, it was a Kingmaker. You know, you bust out Kingmaker, and it's got that seam down the road, and like it's it gets some yes. um, it gets split, and it's like, oh my god, this is awful. Yeah. I, all of that goes back to lith, uh, lithography. But yeah, when you know what, we have people that listen over in Europe. So yeah, my, my German brothers and sisters, let me know if it quadfold came from you at High Shelf Rich on Twitter and at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> Subscribe and like. Buy your merch below. Um, we need yeah, to come up with merch. We need to do that. Yeah. But we, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so that's where all that came from. And dude, those are still the classic games, yeah. which is crazy. Like still people play all those Milton Bradley games. 
I mean, not all of them, but tons of them still get played. There was a young lady that was at Alcon one year that someone was uh, selling off a collection for a fundraiser deal. Sure. And we picked up Jumanji, <gasps> um, which Rob played as he was growing up. And what age? What age did he start Jumanji? Oh, gosh. Because that's, that's like your typical like adventure game. Eight plus. So I'm going to say, yeah, probably in that range. All right. Um, and I brought it back and, and we played. My my daughter liked it. It was kind of fun. It was kind of just fun little game, you know. It was nice. it was it was a little bit more advanced um Candyland shoots and ladders kind of right. thing. You right. know what I mean? It was like that next step up. But not quite a talisman. No. <laughs> <laughs> now those you know, that, that definitely is getting into that 16 plus and you right. got to see where your kids going. Right. Right? right, just like I said, you know, I made the mistake of bringing King of Tokyo home when I should have been bringing <laughs> like you know pandemic um, right. offshoot, or right. I should have been bringing something else in that genre instead of King of Tokyo. Right, 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 right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, <laughs> that was fun. Cry, children, cry. That's right. Well, you know, gotta learn, gotta learn, gotta learn pain somewhere. That's Might right. as well be in a game. That's right. <laughs> Well, awesome. Okay, I feel like I have a much better plan about what to do with with my tyke. Dude, are you going to do the dice thing? Dude, yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Pass that tradition on. (laughs) Next time we're at Gen Con at dinner, just drop that bomb in front of Rob that, you know what I'm going to do with with my kid? (laughs) I just thought of this on my own. Yes, dude, totally. (laughs) He will go off for five minutes on this Faja tirade, which everybody now should call me Faja. I should be Faja High Shelf Gaming. Faja high shelf, No, High Shelf Gaming Faja. And, but yes. Faja Rich High Shelf Gaming Faja. Because it's yeah. all about me. That's right. Um, but yes, you drop that bomb in front of him and yeah. he will effing explode. Because <laughs> there were so many times, like, uh, again, miniatures, you know, right with that whiz kids age, like before yeah. they drive. Yeah, but they're yeah. they're old enough to get things. We were yeah, playing those yeah. hero clicks. Oh, then yeah. we started doing the the Lord of the Rings from Games Workshop, where we were oh, painting yeah. minis. Oh, dude! So yes. he was painting his own minis and learning about that. And dude, I would love it when his dice went off the table because <laughs> it would be hits that didn't hit me. And then it was like, oh, it's my turn, bitch. And I'm rolling back. And all my dice are staying on the table. That's right. No dice box. Dice boxes for children. We roll on the table. (laughs) Okay, now hold up. I will say, having a dice box has really improved my rolls. Oh, well, when you're an adult, yeah. All right. But you you already got your dice under control. Right. Yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. not a I'm not yeah. a loon with my dice. Yeah, that's why it's like when you go over to your friend's house. You know what? Well, you on, really learn go on. No, you're you're reminding me. One of my players in my D D game drops his dice all the time. Oh, you can solve that real fast. <laughs> <laughs> you want, you, <laughs> hey, welcome to a new house roll, guys. He was not have a not. seat. He was not raised in a proper Wisniewski household. No, no. That's just like I, when I would visit friends, I could tell even at a even at a young age, Dave. I knew I was a gamer. I could go visit friends' homes, and if they rolled the dice in the top of the box, I knew they weren't gamers. They weren't gamers. Because you remember the Milton Bradley box, you could fold oh, it yeah. over, oh, right? Yeah. You could open oh, yeah. it up and you could yeah. use that as like yeah. a little craps table. Yeah, totally. And no, 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 no. Not in the Wisniewski house. <laughs> but dude, you need to totally bang down on your guy or gal that's in your game. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Ours, okay. 
That's awesome. Um, we should probably work on wrapping this. <laughs> okay. So if I were to have another child, what would be the most important game that I know they need to become introduced to in the set of games? Oh, man. What is it? What is the most important game that you need to make sure your child's introduced to? So or for, mine. So for me, it's I've got two. It's Go and Role Playing. Those are the two I got to get them to play. Those are mine. But I think that any game that teaches them that you have to make decisions before you know everything and the fight's not always over until the end, like chess is really good at that. You know, like to me, that's the coolest stuff. Like the com- the games allow you to have a comeback. Those are good games. Dude, there's only one game. Doctor Who, Time of the Daleks, baby. <laughs> the best Doctor Who board game out yet to date. We love that game. We've and got then we've, Firefly's we've got, a close second because you know I buy anything that. that says Firefly. We've got to play that on a Friday night. We've got to see if they've got... Oh, that. I hope they have that. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Things to do. Things to do. Real quick, folks. Uh, we are still doing our giveaway. We're hunting for... 20 reviews on iTunes, and then we're going to go through those reviews. We're actually going to roll a D20 because I've got one, uh, a few of those. And uh, we're going to give away a gray render, which is that big D&D monster that I printed up on the 3D printer. Anybody who mentions Faja is the best co-host gets <laughs> two entries into the drawing. I don't know if we can support that, but... I can <laughs> Rich will be gunning for you in the background. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, everyone that has been listening so far, I hope uh, if you have other parenting tips, feedback as far as gaming with kids and bringing them into the fold, please let me know. Cause I have, Oh God, a, there has to be so many tips that are oh, so yeah. much more healthy than mine. Oh yeah. And dude, I am a planner. I want to know this stuff way in advance. So absolutely feed me all your tips. Um, of how to get your kids in games. Yeah, um, you knew I was about to get there, right? I was about to turn this into Catch a Predator, but yeah, go on. Yeah, so we're not going to do that. All right, everyone who's been listening, thanks a ton. As always, have fun and play well. May all your roles be crits that stay on the table. <laughs>